my podcast again. It's Classroom Crush, and you're listening to it. That's the theme song. Just kidding. The theme song is by Joyce Manor, and it's called Falling in Love Again. It's a great song, and it's a great band. If you're in Chicago, see them on November 15th. There we go. There's a plug. They're so fun live. Anyways, this is my show. If you haven't listened to it before, hello. You look beautiful today. I want to kiss you. Thanks for coming. Um, This is what it is. I am talking to cool, fun guests about some of their childhood crushes. And we're talking about my childhood crushes. And I'm realizing, like, I really am, I think. I mean, I'm doing this because I'm interested and I like this shit. But I feel like... if, if, I don't, if I don't have a boyfriend by the end of this podcast, I'll be, like, pissed. I don't know. I'm doing a lot of uh, soul searching. Not searching. I'm not searching for my soul. I've had my soul for a long time. I think I'm I've, – I've mentioned this. I think I'm the same that I've always been. But I guess not soul searching. Looking at – just looking. Soul looking. I'm looking at my soul, and I'm wondering why, why isn't it good for me yet? And some of that's been tiring, but there has been, I've, I've been reading some stuff um, from a few people, and one of these people will be the crush that I talk about. And as gross as some of it is, I think I've read some flirting recently that I'm like, man, it's nice to be called cute sometimes. I'm like, that's been, it hasn't happened to me in forever. And like, I hate that I'm reading these like 16 year old messages between like me and dudes and like, this my terrible flirting but part of me is just like well that was nice of him I was cool I want that again I need a compliment from someone that's not a platonic compliment anyways I have a amazing cool you love him you know him you've read him it's David Anthony hello hi hi uh Here's a platonic compliment. You're oh, doing great, Rebecca. Thank you. Keep it up. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I know that's not as good as a crush complimenting it's you, okay. but uh, it's what I have to I'm offer. I'm not going to pressure you. <laughs> you know. Um, this is not my t- I, I'm not, like, this isn't a trap. Wait, can we tell people who you are more if they don't know who you are? I assume no one knows who I am, I so sure. I think a lot of people know who you are. Uh, well, you do have a podcast. I do have a podcast. He's a fellow podcaster. Fellow. But your podcast is called No Plus Ones. No Plus Ones. Uh, with Dan Ozzy. Dan Ozzy of uh, Noisy fame and and uh, co-wrote a book with Laura Jane Grace. Much cooler than me. <laughs> uh, don't tell him I said that. Uh, yeah, so we've been doing that for a little while. It's been fun. Yeah. Um, David, you write about music as well. Yes. Duh. I write about music more than anything else. More than, That is the, your main thing. That's my main gig. Whoa, I just turned my mic volume up a lot and it freaked me out. Yeah. <gasps> just yelling in what that part I of the podcast. What if I didn't edit that out? I might not. You know what, baby? We're natural live. Doing it live. Oh, yeah. Straight from our mouths to your, to your ears. ears. We're kissing them. Yeah. <laughs> kissing those ears. I mean, what's better than kissing ears? Not to be gross, but like what feels better? I think that's better than all of sex, probably. Kissing ears is better than all of sex? Probably. I, I don't mean, know. Or just, you know, I'm like, ooh. Call, call me old fashioned. <laughs> I just like a regular old kiss. Oh, I, yeah. I don't you know that's my kink okay. uh just just a straight oh. on kiss and you know what i will never kink shame you for that and likewise i will not kink shame you and your ear kissing thing we're cool um, we're cool yeah yeah it's we're about mutual it. respect <laughs> yes. here 
So, David, who are you going to be talking about today? Today, I, I realized this after I told you how I was uh, who I was going to talk about, uh-huh. but it's very weird because uh, her name is Rebecca. I saw that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this this could read like a weird uh, thing. But, it's okay. But uh, yeah, so that I might be a little confusing. I live for weird things. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a strange little story from it's when I was, strange little story. From when I was a, a wee high school lad. Okay, when did it start? Like, wh- what age? I was trying to remember exactly. I was either 15 or 16. Okay. And it was when I, I was probably 15. So it was when I got my first job working at a fireworks store. So that was, that was where I met this, this crush. Oh my God. She, uh, was, she was a customer? No, no, oh, no, no, okay. no. She was a coworker. It would be weird <laughs> oh, if I like... One. I don't know why I imagined you just like picking up a customer, like, hey, yeah. it's like, you know uh, what a light your fire me. I don't it's know. It's like, uh, you know, uh, you know what else can make some sparks? Uh, <laughs> my phone number. I don't yeah. know. It doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm feeling some sparks, and there might be an explosion, and that's when you get a boner and yeah. you ejaculate. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I would go. And I, who would have thought I had the cops called on yeah. me a lot? Uh, <laughs> so but no, she worked with you. She worked with me, and. Uh, so this is my first job ever working mm-hmm. in a fireworks store. And like I was a 15-year-old boy who mm-hmm. uh, had had crushes previously. Yeah. Uh, and they turned out very bad, uh, okay. is the way I'll put it. Yes. Um, had you kissed before? Never. Okay. Interesting. Um, I didn't until I was 17, 18. Okay. I was a late bloomer. Gotcha. Part of the reason is because, and, and I alluded to this, mm-hmm. uh, uh, was that in the fourth grade, I had a crush on a girl uh-huh. and was too shy to like know what to do. It was mm-hmm. just like, I like this person. I also like, I don't know, like, I don't want to kiss anybody. I'm yeah. still probably afraid of cooties or some shit. I don't yeah. know like what, what fourth graders are, but uh, the the funny part of the story is like, I had a crush on her, but her best friend had a crush on me. And Love trying. Yeah. But, like, I was too, like, self-conscious and didn't want to, like, hurt this person. So oh. my default response to to learning that, like, my solution to the problem was, like, I'll just get really ugly and then she won't have a crush on oh, me what? anymore. Uh, so, like, I, like, literally, like, put on a lot of weight and, like, just, like, got really, like, unattractive in the fourth grade because I didn't know how to let someone down with grace. Wild. I feel like all of the dudes I knew would have just dated the one that liked them. Probably. Or dated, you know, quote, yeah. whatever fourth grade. But I mean, half the reason I'm doing this podcast is because that's what they all would do. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was on the other side where I was like, panic. I don't know what yeah. this is. And just, uh, yeah, like just uh, ruin, <laughs> literally like, ruined my body for oh my some God. time. And like, it wasn't until I was like 14, 15 entering high school where I like, Kind of got in shape and like, and you're feeling yourself. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> as like, much as like a teen can. As much as like a teen with like you know like a patchy facial hair <laughs> and like shitty crust punk t-shirts can be feeling themselves. Yeah, I yeah. was feeling myself. <laughs> you were feeling yourself. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you got there. Yeah, it took it took some doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that is where we met, and okay, it, we like my. Um, the fireworks store was very much, much like a movie, very much like a little family. We all got along. Okay. Everyone was really close. This is making connections. Yeah. Like my best friend worked there. I was close mm-hmm. with the manager. Everyone, there was just a nice vibe. Yeah. You know? 
So I had a sim. So okay, I'm gonna be talking about, and I debated whether or not to use his real name. I've used real names this whole time. Yeah. I'm gonna use his real name. His name's Alex. All right, um, Alex. Alex. Tell me about Alex. Okay, I will. So okay, did you happen to listen to the episode where I talked about my first crush mm-hmm. or my first kiss? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So th- th- that's the Randy episode. If you haven't listened to it, listen. Um, Guys, go back. It's go good. Back. It made my mom cry. Not because uh-huh. of me, my guest. <laughs> um, oh, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Um, so I really disliked kissing him, right? Mm-hmm. This is the next guy I kissed. Ooh. Ooh. And then I was like, yay, I'm not gay. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I liked kissing him. Like, I can like guys. It's yeah, you're fine. Like, you're like, oh, okay. I, I figured this out now. Yeah. I guess I, I just... You know, I now you know that I've kissed this crush. I gave you no sure, lead sure. up. Okay, so he was in a band. I thought it would be fun to do a music one with you. Fair, fair. <laughs> As a, a guy who is a 15-year-old in a band, yeah, exactly. I can relate to this story. I can be on the opposite side. So I was also 15. He was uh, 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. Like He was a little bit older. Um And he was in a band. I'm not going to say the real name of the band because Dashboard this is confessional. Gonna, how did you know it was Chris? It's, it's always Chris. I was taller than him, but Chris was okay with it. <laughs> Obviously. So he was in a band. I'm gonna I'm gonna make up my made up name for this band, mm-hmm. which is a little is close enough to the real name that if like someone in Miami is listening, they'll be like, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So he was the bassist in a band called Frog Fingers. That's what we're calling them. All right. Yes, he was a bassist and. Um, he was, he was like pretty dumb, <laughs> like, well, like in a nice, sweet way. As, right? as most 15 year olds in band or 16, yeah, 17 year olds yeah. in bands are pretty dumb. Yeah. And from the, the, what I assume <laughs> their band name to be though, I, I, I'm not one to talk. No, probably not. No, no, he was okay. So, so there were three guys in the band. Mm-hmm. And um, of the three, he was definitely probably like the most conventionally attractive. Okay. Like he was kind of like, he's like Brazilian and he was like fit, really cute, tall. Um, the two others were both cute. I thought were cute, but that's for another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we call a, a cliffhanger. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cause things get more complicated. <laughs> um, so, just, I think I just met them through Churchill's and like I thought their band was good and I thought they were all cute. Mm-hmm. So I just like went to all those shows and we became friends. And the thing is, he was, he, he like kind of drank a lot, like not sure. like in a super unhealthy way, but the first night that we like super interacted, mm-hmm. not the first night, we were like casual friends, but we, we were at a show and like he got like me and my friend Mika, I'm pretty, yeah, it was Mika got we're like on the stage and like dancing mm-hmm. and whatever and like I was feeling myself and I and he was doing like that kind of like uh you know like hand on lower back business sure, that you move. know and then like I don't think I was drunk I maybe I drank a little bit mm-hmm. you know and then at one point just like after the show it's like so sweaty and it's like because it's hot and it's Miami and it's like loud music yeah, yeah, yeah. loud like arty punky music um he like we just like fully made out fully made wow. out like 
sort of it, and I'm not like I am not one for PDA whatsoever. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Unless they're gonna kiss your ear, which is really something yeah, you want to do more in private. You do, because like, yeah. who knows? Who no. knows what happens? <laughs> but he, I remember it was like it was so hot, and I mm-hmm. was like, oh my god, because he kind of, I was like, uh, like this is gross. But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like against the like wall and like the back patio of Churchill's. This is very adult. Yes, and this is the thing that I'm realizing. It's just like, I, th- I don't know if it's just Miami or if it was just, I was in this group of like, I don't know, arty music people and everyone was just horned up. I don't know. Sure, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people I knew at the time were horned up, but like yeah. everyone was kind of like a gross chud of a human, myself yeah. included. Like, I mean, one of the coworkers at the fireworks store uh, got arrested two days before the 4th of July because she was making meth in her garage. (laughs) So, like, not the same vibe as Miami. No, probably Uh, not. I mean, because in Miami, it's Coke. There's another guy who worked at a fireworks store who was definitely doing Coke in the bathroom during shifts. But it's funny because I was straight edge at this point in my life Mm -hmm. uh, and was for many years. As a good punk boy should be. As a good (laughs) punk boy should be. So, like, I was just about as lame as it could get. Uh-huh. Because like literally, my interests at that point in time were like uh, not drinking or smoking <laughs> or doing anything fun, uh, reading Noam Chomsky <laughs> and listening to British anarcho crust punk. So it was like not I wasn't really no, the funnest. Cool. Yeah, I wasn't the coolest bell at the ball. Uh, I think it like I think it, an adult would think you were cool. Yeah, Do you know th- what I mean. That that uh, tracks a little more and and leads into my story a little Ooh, bit. Ooh, okay, uh, go go on. So, start working there, and uh-huh. you know, there there are friends and and quirky individuals galore. Mm-hmm. And then one day I'm working a shift uh, for the first time with with this person, Rebecca. So, like you know, it's kind of like me talking da da. Uh, I'm an awkward 15-year-old boy mm-hmm. uh, and don't really think anything of it. But then we like we start getting scheduled together a lot and just start talking and like, you know, kind of hitting it off a little bit. Yeah. I, I started being like, oh, this this person's kind of cute. I, uh, uh, uh. Maybe I have a crush. Oh, boy, this is... <laughs> Could it be? Could it be? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yes. Um, and then, uh, you know... After one of uh, her shifts, like I like drove her home because I had like my learner's permit or something. Ooh, so cool I was guy. really cool. <laughs> Not supposed to be driving people, but boy, I was. Ooh, he, uh, was he was a punk. You know, rebel. <laughs> um, rebel. Wanted to get that learner's permit and then just spit <laughs> in the face of it. Uh, so, and she lived close enough to me, so I drive her home. And then, like, one day I was like, hey, like, do you need a ride? And she's like, no, no, my husband's coming to pick me up. <gasps> and I was like, oh. And I realized I was like, "Oh, you're what? You're you're married? Oh no!" Uh, so I was 15. She was 19. Okay. She was married, and she had two kids. Fuck, David. Yeah. Oh so this God. is all information that I learned after I had. It developed. never came up. It never came up. Did she have a ring? Did she wear a no. ring? No. Which is like. Also, she, she tricked you. No, she I'm also <laughs> like granted, like nineteen isn't like crazy old, but no, to a fifteen-year-old, no. you're kind of like, oh, this person looks older yeah. than, than me. That didn't really seem like the case. I kind of thought we were peers in yeah. that regard. 
I was clearly very wrong. How did that? I feel like you have to intentionally not, like, there's no way that that wouldn't come up if she wasn't, like, making sure it didn't come up. You know what I mean? Sure. I think. So it it definitely threw me for a loop (laughs) because it's like, oh, well, you know, I've... Never. I am not married, and I do not have a child. Not married, <laughs> don't have a child, and, and most importantly, I am no homewrecker. Let's get that <laughs> on the record. Of course. Um, but, like, so that was just kind of like, all right, like, whatever. And as much as, you know, you try and tell yourself, like, all right, like, well, you know, don't engage. Don't, yeah, you know, don't uh, fuck with that. It, You know, we kept getting scheduled together. We kept working together. Yeah. We kept kind of getting closer, and uh. it was... I, it was really a bad scenario that I just like kind of kept indulging. Yeah, um, that's that's the thing when you have when you're so you're you're for you're not forced, but yeah, sort of forced to spend time with people in a situation, mm-hmm. which is like I had that, but in a different way. Like there were a limited amount of people that I thought were co- that I thought were cool. Sure. Um, that enjoyed, you know, the same stuff that I did in Miami, you know. So you go to these shows, you you do this shit, um, and you're you always see the same people. Yeah. You know? So it's ne- it's inevitably gonna get messy. You totally. know. But I almost feel like I feel like it it could have been so much messier. Mm -hmm. And I realize that being here now, because I think I'm so used to the situation in Miami of like everyone fucks everyone and we're all friends and it's cool. And here I'm like, oh, no, that's not how it is in the improv community. (laughs) Well, it's funny because having listened to your podcast before, uh, it's interesting to hear about like growing up where that was kind of thing because that was very much not like yeah. my world there was a little bit of you know like kids hooking up but like then they would be like together for three fucking years or yeah. something like it was all like everyone fell in and, and did the thing and the, th- the thing is is like i'm grateful for it because i feel like i'm grateful for it but i also am now acutely aware of like how it fucked me up i think just because like like with alex okay mm-hmm. Our shit started from, like, a hookup, you know? And it it wasn't anything crazy. It was just, like, we made out. But then we sort of tried to backtrack it, I think. Oh. Which, I don't know. It almost taught me it's, like, oh, I start from this, like, sort of sexual Mm -hmm. place. And then it's, like, oh, now I have to try and hang out with you and see if we like each other or whatever. But uh, it was not great. It's it's really hard not, to like yeah. start you know at eleven and then be like actually can we bring it down to three yeah. like let's just like kind of because it was like on one hand I was like oh my god this is the first guy I've kissed like since Randy mm-hmm. and I super liked it yeah and it was awesome and he seems like into me and like into the idea of this being a thing now I should mention what should have been a little bit I what should have stopped me. Mm-hmm. is that literally later that night, that same night that we made out, he made out with my friend Sasha. Oh, okay. <laughs> like That's my a... friend Sasha, like who I knew from elementary school. Well. Yeah. So So uh, where's my value? <laughs> I don't know. First of all, you, you feel you got the kind of uh, the we've just made out glow yes. to you. Did you see him make out with Sasha or was this revealed 
after this the is, fact. This was revealed to me. I think I had left, and they, like, stayed at Churchill's and all of these people. Um, and, yeah, it somehow got back to me that they they made out. And so I found, like, messages. Um, oh, God. Also, just I'm so gross. I, like, mess- or, I, I love going to the first message. I feel uh-huh. like it's so indicative, right? My first message is, Alex not online equals Rebecca sad face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's very Murder strong. Me. Murder me. So gross. Um, so I think like, because I, I went back and I also saw conversations between me and my friend Mika um, about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried to give him ample opportunity to like tell me that he hooked up with Sasha. I was sure. like, how was the rest of the night? Yeah, and like, very How was leading. the rest of your weekend? He was like, it's good. Blah, blah. Like, uh-huh. he didn't tell me. I don't necessarily fault him, but I mean, he was like a hot dude and he was like doing his thing. Fine. Sure. Whatever. He had all the Frog Fingers fans just, oh you know. <laughs> it was so bad. But, because he did, start, like when we talked, express like interest, right? Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like flirty with him, which... I don't know why this was my thing. I I told I was like we were talking and he's like how are you? And I'm like, "Eh, I stayed home yesterday and today. I just got back from the doctors and the word is I have strep." Yay. <laughs> all right. I don't know why I'm obsessed with telling people that I have strep throat all the time. It's just a important part of your life there. Why does that why do I think that that's something that will make me attractive hey guys guess what if you got, kiss me you're gonna you're get gonna real get sick, sick. Yeah. do you like antibiotics well yeah. i'm a great choice no literally i think i'm i'm like ooh, i can be fragile sure you know? sure he's like oh no feel better this is see he's so he's dumb but he's so sweet he's, mm-hmm. he's just he's like oh no feel better are you happy about missing school though like what <laughs> course i am alex yeah no i'm I'm really burning up that i'm not getting into geometry today and but no what i say is worse uh i'm just so trying to make myself cute and it's so bad just like ha 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 yeah that wasn't too bad i just kind of cuddled Ugh. (laughs) i hate first of all i hate the word cuddled it's not cuddle snuggle i hate all of them Mm -hmm. and i'm just like clearly trying to be someone else by doing this sure sure as as everyone at 15 yeah. kind of is so like i just kind of cuddled up with my laptop listening to music and thinking all day haha <laughs> <laughs> that sounds lame but it wasn't bad <laughs> that's like so like i'm introspective and yes guess what i have I love interests. music too mm-hmm. yeah we have a shared bond yeah and we're i promise we're gonna get back to this but i think mm-hmm. you'll appreciate this uh so whatever he's like it sounds like a great day to me blah blah um so I was later we were, uh, just talking about concerts that I went to because I was like, I love music, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. which I did. But I think I definitely was like, you're in a band and I like music and that's you, so cool. I feel like when you're at that age, you always turn it up a little bit. It's like, oh, uh, you like movies? Yeah, you like movies. Well, have you heard of Paul Thomas Anderson? <laughs> Have have you seen Pulp Fiction? I've seen it twice. So many times. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Everyone does a little bit of the performative, like, <sighs> I know a thing. Yeah. But um, so at one point I was like, we were talking and I was talking, telling him about the like concert I went to. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I went to a concert, but the crowd fucking sucked. <laughs> 
They all looked like punks, you know, but they were goddamn posers. Oh, man. They didn't have the attitude. They barely moved. And he was like, that's some bullshit. I'm like, yeah, I know. And oh, I'm just like, I was like, but I, I moshed. Like, like, I moshed. Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm fucking punk rock. <laughs> but I'm also like, why is that? Why, why do I think that that's making me attractive? That I'm a sick mm-hmm. all the time. Be just like a, you know, boyish in the sense of like, yeah, let's fucking punch. Um, and like, I, I say that all the time yeah. to people. So, yeah, I get it. I lo- I'm a boy. I love to punch. Yeah. <laughs> you see me walking. I'm punching. I'm thinking about punching. I'm thinking about the next time I can fucking punch. Yeah. It's been so long since I've punched. Just fuck. And listen to music. And yeah. And, and just like being like, my body's broken. I tell them later that like about going to therapy too is bad, but we'll save that. Sure, sure, So I thought that was funny. That was like my way of talking to him, but I don't even think I liked him that much. Yeah, yeah. Which we'll get into more, but I wanted to hear more about um, Rebecca. Well, similarly uh, with, uh, you know, I was was in a band. My best friend Ramundo was in said, said band. Can I ask what it was called? We were called the Mall Santas. Uh, which is a fan, which was my second band ever. The that's fr- good. The first <laughs> band I was in was called World Gone Mad, and Ooh, we were very political. I'm sure. Uh, that was also when I was at my most like ridiculous looking. Where I, <laughs> I, it was like black denim vest, pyramid studs. Mm-hmm. I had a. Uh, You're uh, really going for it. Oh, I was not kidding around. <laughs> I, I believe that shit. And like I had a, a upside down American flag as the back patch. Like I was over the top. Uh, he was like, I'm here and I'm punk and I'm ready to punch. <laughs> hey, hey, guess what? You like America? Well, I'll punch well. you. Who gives a shit? Um, I'll fucking punch America in the dick. <laughs> yeah, right in the dick. Because fuck it. I'm punk. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, I had walked that back a little bit by yeah. the time like I was playing in, in the mall Santas with my uh, stepbrother and my friend Ramundo. And uh, was also dressing less ridiculously. Mm-hmm. I, I got through that pretty quickly. You're becoming a person. Yeah. I, who looks generally the <laughs> same as I do now. Uh, but, you know, I, Rebecca and I, we, uh, we bonded over music. Oh, yeah. Was, she, was she a punk girl? She was in a punk girl. She was a punk girl. Mm-hmm. And then was like, she's like, you know, but like, I've been, I've been really getting into some weird stuff. I'm like, oh, like what? She's like, the Mars Volta. And uh, <laughs> Ooh. so like she was like getting really into like, you know, prog rock and yeah. all this shit. So it was this weird, like kind of enigma for me. I was like, cause I was like, that shit sucks. What are we talking about? Oh God. Um, this is Romeo and Juliet now. Yeah. It's just, uh, <laughs> I like my songs two minutes long. She likes them <laughs> 17 minutes. Long. I don't know how we, yeah. I don't know how we bridge this gap. Um, but we, you know, we kept getting, uh, I, I wish I could like, show messages from then but here's yeah. a fun point she did not have a phone so that was How like she, she has children she has children she needs a phone she has a husband she has no phone what is the story so like that's kind of what like made me like more like oh like I, i'm really crushing on this person because like literally the only times i would see them is like if we were scheduled together that like if, oh, if the car can, stars yeah. aligned I would get to like and you hang could just out with project this person. So many fantasies onto them because you don't actually, you know, have like that constant back and forth contact. Exactly. There's like no, 
you know, yeah, there's no back and forth. There's no constant communication. She it's also just you had, like sitting by a windowsill, just like thinking, oh, just means just what's like, Rebecca doing? Oh, right what, now? What, whatever could she be doing aside from Listening raising two to small the children? Mars Volta while feeding her children? <laughs> Probably exactly that. Uh, so yeah, it, like it gave this mystery to it. Yeah. Um, and we kept like we would get you know uh, scheduled together. We would hang out. It would mm-hmm. be a very fun time. We would. Uh, we came up with all these games that we would play together to kill the boredom. So you have secret things. Yeah, we were like building our own like the old shit. Like, oh well, that's what we do. Like, we don't do that with you. You know, like Ugh. we were beginning to like have those type of things. And me being fifteen, yeah. just being like, oh man, this is this is incredible. Did she? Do you think she knew that you were? She, yeah, she had well, to, right? So I, I'm holding back when I want to drop the bomb. On oh, this. okay. We we can wait. I'm gonna wait a little bit, but she definitely was aware. Yeah. Like, because I I started noticing at a certain point, like her husband started showing up a lot more and just kind of like hanging out. Oh my god. Which was like weird. And yeah. Intense. And and you would definitely change the way you acted around. Yeah. Yeah. Petrified. Ugh. Petrified of this father of two who drove a big. Big, big, big truck. Big truck. <laughs> He's a big truck driving little guy. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I, I I, don't know. I was starting to get a vibe of, like, this is bad. You shouldn't be doing it. Like, I started almost feeling guilty. Yeah. Despite. But, like, I still pressed on. Like, of course. I, you know, because I didn't know what, what else so to do. So, was there anyone else in your life that you, like, were crushing on, like, at school? Or was it just, like, this this is my one thing. That was kind of it. Like yeah. in, in school, in high school, I went to a, a Catholic school and mm. I was the rebel. Wow. Uh, go figure. I'd, I had my ear pierced and my <laughs> fingernails painted bright pink. And uh, when, I, when I was 16, I was like already tattooed. You're and literally like, Timothy Chalamet. I don't know how do you say his last name in Lady Bird. Oh, yeah. Have you, if you've seen, I've not a, seen shout it. Shout out to Lady Bird. Y'all will get that joke. Big ups, Lady Bird. <laughs> I've not seen it one day. Uh, but yeah, I was just like that kid. And like, you know, I was friendly with a lot of people. And I always had a lot of um, like female friends. Like that was just normal for yeah. me. So like, I don't know. I never like really put any stock into anything until like it was like oh like we met at my job yeah <laughs> so yeah okay so i was that's that's all i had going for me yeah aside from being an awkward nerdy kid in the band but you guys had this connection see that's the connection i l- so lacked with alex really yes so it started so strong it started so strong um i think i was just really horny <laughs> Um, Fair, but so I but I was also in the midst of other stuff of like trying to not like someone else and Mm -hmm. but I I was I think he was so there was nothing wrong with him you Mm -hmm. know like he was nice I mean I guess maybe you could say shouldn't have made out with the girl the same but we had no obligation I I was never even really like mad about that sure because I was like we're fucking friends. We he, we just made out, and then he made out with someone else. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you know, um, You're like I'm gonna win in the end, but <laughs> but for now, but it's for fine. now it's chill. But we would like talk a lot and like kind of text, but really talk about nothing, you know. Yeah. And I wanted so badly to like him, and he seemed interested in me, which was such a foreign thing, mm-hmm. you know, especially someone that like hot, you know. Sure. So I wanted so bad, and I kept having people fucking tell me like 
no, you need to give him a chance. Like, you guys need to hang out. Like, he's into you, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, okay, I guess I will. So we fucking went on one of the most awkward dates. at, And I don't, and I think this wasn't my idea, and I don't know why. Because I think I was like, my life is a movie, and this would be a good scene. Sure, sure. We had a date at Dave and Buster. Oh, yeah. Why? You just, you loved the idea of like walking down the boardwalk. He wins you the giant (sighs) bear. Yeah, it was. And no, but we like sat and like ate at Dave and Buster's and like definitely had like fondue sticks and stuff and like played some games. And it was such a strange thing. And I felt like, I was like, why isn't this working? Like, what's wrong with me? You know, Mm -hmm. like everything is, you know, like, this isn't even a situation of like me liking a guy and he, him not liking me back. It's just like we don't have this chemistry. And it was so annoying because it's, I think, sort of associated in my brain of like, A, which is a thing I've been thinking about recently. So I feel like I, I always go for funny, cool guy who's like not unattractive, you know, it's just like a dude. Sure. But recently I've been like, fuck, like what if I want, what? I feel like I've always had to convince myself a little bit to be attracted to people that like my heart is attracted Mm -hmm. to, you know, like I have a lot of like emotional crutches and I'm like you as a person, like I love so much. And I just have to like tell my, my like body that I'm attracted to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Recently, I've been like, that's fucked up. (laughs) I should, I, I, you know, it would be so fucking cool if I like ever like made out with someone or dated or just hooked up with someone that I thought was like, so hot like Mm -hmm. what a foreign concept of just being like man this dude here who has decided to make out with me is like beautiful and i think and i think he's so hot and like he was kind of that way but i think it almost like this situation fucked with me in that sense that i'm like no i'm me and like the gorgeous dude are never gonna be a thing yeah yeah i (laughs) i had a similar thing where like i've only dated one person who is like I think would fit that definition mm-hmm. uh, where uh, they were a pageant person and like very wow. well put together. And I was just like, I'm the choice because you are just broke up with someone and your parents <laughs> are going to be angry, yeah. uh, which, you know, that's a fine role to slot into when you're, you know, 20 or whatever. Yeah. I, I will say, I think one of the, the big missteps though, is you were at Dave and Buster's and, you know, I think you really had a great opportunity you know, there had to have been a punching machine. Oh, you could have really just, I you know, shown him what I was made of. Just been like, you know, just knock the shit out of it. Ugh. Got the high score and turned around and been like, I love to punch. I love and to then, punch. And he'll be like, wow, I have a boner. He's like, I'm be all, my in, girlfriend. all in. Ugh. I mean, I don't, I think it works every time from my understanding. That's, I mean, that was definitely my thinking. Um, <laughs> I should have done that. So was she, was she someone that you thought was like very pretty? Was that like one of those things? Yeah. I mean, I was definitely like really attracted to her. And like, I was like one of those kids where like, I was never used to anyone like, aside from uh, the girl in the fourth grade who had a crush on me. And then I like revolted by uh, going the opposite. You scarred her literally for life. Yeah. I probably, probably didn't do a great job there. (laughs) Uh, And I apologize. Um, But yeah, like, I don't know. I just never saw myself as like, uh, being attractive yeah like I was always like pretty like ah, I like what I am and what I look like and what I do but I just never that never factored in but yeah so it was like definitely one of those things where even just kind of getting attention 
at all mm-hmm. was just like holy shit like this is yeah wild. i felt that same way i was like this should be enough yeah yeah <laughs> it's like okay oh, i know what love feels like <laughs> yeah. and clearly did not but the you know th- what cemented like i there was a lot of that like kind of tension of like mm-hmm. you know i'm into this person i think maybe she is i don't know i've always like done a bad job of reading that i'm always yeah. like why would they no of course not uh-huh. like still to this day but i remember i was driving her home from the, the fireworks store and this was as we were like moving it, shit was getting intense like the two weeks leading up to the fourth of july we had to work open to close every day oh so it's a lot of time together a lot of time together and it was like you show up at seven the store opens at eight and the, the longer it went on, we would stay open until, like, people stopped showing up. But I was driving her home, and it was, like, after one of the late nights, not, like, the latest. So it was probably 11, midnight, and I'm driving her back, and we're talking, and, da, 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 and we'd, like, I've been doing this for a while. And, like, I pulled up uh, in front of her house, and, like, she didn't, like, get out right away. We just, like, kind of talked a little bit. And we're talking, and this is, to this day... One of the most intense things I've ever had said to me. Oh, my God. Which was, she said, I wish you had gotten me pregnant. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? Which, like, that is a 19-year-old oh saying that to a 15-year-old, God. which is, like, illegal for yeah. one. And two, uh, which I have not said enough. All of this was illegal yeah. <laughs> is what I'm getting at. Uh, but, like... She says that to me, and I don't know what, what to do. What was, like, her tone? Was she just like, I wish she had gotten me pregnant. Yeah, like, it was very much like that. Uh, and I'm just sitting in the driver's seat. But like, my heart breaks for her. Ah, because uh, it's also a sadder story for her now. Yeah. Like, like it's sad all around. It's sad for you. I, it's, it's a bad situation, yeah. no matter how you slice it. So uh, what do you say? What did you do? I was just like, okay, thanks. Like, I mean, yeah. what do you do? I was yeah. I was 15 years old. I had not so much as kissed another human being, yeah. let alone thought about, like, you know what I should do is, is uh, really, you know, just, just have two kids with someone some, right off yeah. the bat. Like, but that's... But but did any part of you was there a part of you that was like oh my god yeah she feels the same way like well I mean that was yeah that was the lingering feeling of like oh fuck like you yeah. know because I think I was just so taken aback I was like oh Jesus Christ and then like went home went to sleep and then saw her six hours later or some shit you know oh so it's god. kind of like one of those things where you you can't not stew on that yeah uh, and I was definitely like oh she clearly feels this way and like. The summer's almost over. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? Um, spoiler, nothing happened. Of course. But uh, it was very much just like, okay, this is something I should not be involved. Like, I had these. That's like, like a heavy. That's heavy. It was uh, not great for me. Yeah. In terms of like trying to figure out like, oh, I have a crush on this person. This person wants me to get them pregnant. We've not kissed. That really just, like, crosses wires well, in a 15-year-old's brain. She, I mean, I'm uh, – I wonder what was going through her head that I was like, this is what I'm going to tell him. Because, obviously, that's just her way of trying to tell you that she had feelings for you. Yes. But, like, w- at what point does her brain say, I know, this This. This will be the, the line. Yeah. You know, maybe, like – Just be like – like, I, I, I mean, I get where she's coming from with the, like – Kind of being like, oh, this is a shitty situation for mm-hmm. both of us. Mm-hmm. But just maybe be like, hey, 
It's it sucks that I I am not a single person because it would have been nice to be with you. If it was, you could have even lighten it and been like, if I had met you in high school. Yeah, you know, like there's, yeah. There's a million back other, in my day. There's a yeah. million other options aside from that one. Uh, but that's what she chose, and I will never know why. Um, so you guys never talked about it. We never really broached that subject again. So it was just kind of like. This is a night that happened where that someone said that, and we're not we're not addressing it. It was like that, and then a couple days later, it was uh, I think the third of July or fourth of July, when we were like peak craziness. The store was packed full, like just this real kind of nightmare scenario, mm-hmm. and like a customer threatened her, and I saw the interaction happening between her and this customer. Like, her and I were both working the register. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I saw, like, the woman kind of threaten her, and, like, Rebecca just ran out of the store. And I followed. <sighs> and, like, oh. talked her down in the parking lot. That's so like, dramatic. It was very dramatic. Oh, was it raining? I wish it was raining. No. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Uh, it was just very hot. We were sitting on blacktop uh, yeah. <laughs> next to a school stuff supply store. Uh, yeah. And, like... You know, we had this kind of moment that was like kind of really intense where I was like hugging her and trying to calm her down and doing all this. And then uh, the manager of the store comes out and is like, what the fuck are you guys doing? (laughs) (laughs) Which like, fair, fair. Let me have this emotional moment. I'm never going to get to kiss her. Let me like passionately This is the closest we're going to get. So we like passionately hug. And the man, like I catch the manager up to speed because she can tell like Rebecca's really strong. She's like, oh, uh, you should call her husband. Have him come pick her up. So I Aww. called her husband. <laughs> and was like, hey, Eddie. <laughs> um, it's me, David. It's me. Yeah, I don't know if you heard about me. No. It's, it's me, the 15-year-old who uh, sell, slings bottle rockets yeah. with, with your wife. Um, she's kind of having a rough thing. Maybe you should come pick her up and, like, came and pick her up. And, like, that was, like, what... What would have happened if you drove her home? I... She's, she's vulnerable you're both emotional i don't i don't know why i'm i i want i why do i want you guys to have why you want kissed? her to at uh, least to have like i kiss i mean i probably would have loved it in hindsight it's like i would have been statutory raped uh, uh yeah. now that i think about it so like good on her for not pursuing that um yeah but yeah it was like that was kind of the end of it is like after that like we like worked together briefly then like the store closed for the end of the season and i never saw her again it's a movie. It's a movie. It's a summer movie. It's a bummer. It's a bummer summer movie. It was also a bummer because, like, yeah, it was like I was like, all right, I have another like month off before I go back to school. And I like, have like no, I just that. see the same people all the time. Yeah, that was the one. It was not the one, but it felt like that. But it felt like the one. Yeah. Yeah. So, <sighs> tell me about uh, how that. Wait, can I just say that that's yeah. like super heartbreaking? It to, was at least to me. I don't know. It was a bum out uh, for sure. Which explains, Ugh. like, why when I did get into a relationship a couple years later, I just was very ill-equipped for yeah. how that's supposed to go. Yeah. Because it's just, like, if I were you, I, I, I just would have felt like, this is so, like, not fair. Like, why is the world against me in the way that, like, this girl that I have a crush on happens to be married and have two children? It's, it's uh, 
I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel that way. Yeah, I feel that way right now. I feel that way. I'm mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so that was like my first like real crush though on a person was like that whole fucking roller coaster. Yeah. Like, how does that set you up? Like, well, it's funny because to to briefly derail, it's why I uh, I wouldn't say it's the entirety of the reason that my early relationships ended with the person committing felonies against me. But I will say I had a strong track record of not picking the ideal oh my candidate. God. Is what I'll put out. Okay, David. Yeah. Jeez. You could say it was probably, you know, maybe I precipitated it. No. But, you know. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a strange thing because I feel like I used, to, I used to say like, oh, why do I pick these people? Mm-hmm. But now I think I'm trying to not blame myself as much. Sure. So I'll say, why do I attract these Sure. People? That's a better spin on it's it. It's a better I think. spin on it. I mean, because I have attracted some shitty fucking people. Sure. And I mean, it still is about me in a sense where it's like, what is it about me that like makes you, this type of person, mm-hmm. comfortable and like, you know want to engage with me specifically totally and like know? that's the thing is it's something i always think about too is because like i try to never say like oh these people are terrible or so you know whatever it's just cause it's like it's such a trope for the guy to be like oh they're crazy but and it's like yeah it's not that like there were other issues at play but like the first person i dated long term like had some uh, yeah. issues and that ended in her stabbing me and then you get stabbed and you're like oh this relationship's done uh so when those are even so much chaos uh yeah uh, uh so i don't really talk about this stuff much but this podcast feels like an ideal venue for me to air my I dirty mean, laundry you, i mean uh, this is what we're, i'm here for yeah so you know but it's yeah. like when when your first experience with like oh i'm attracted to someone i'm into them i think they're into me and then they're married and say you know they wish you got them pregnant and then yeah. you date someone and it ends in them stabbing you. You're kind of like, I don't know if this is for me uh, yeah, anymore. Yeah. I think I'm okay. I think I'm like, just maybe I'm, I'm, I seem to not be like, uh, making steps forward and up. Yeah. It seems to be, I've eventually figured it out. I think. Yeah. But yeah. Like, boy, you gotta, that's it, it wild. So, uh, I do want to know, though, with yes. Alex, did you guys have a moment of he's like, I wish I got you pregnant or like, was there any? Oh, God. Was there any like dramatic kind of? the? So I think the most dramatic thing about our relationship, not our, we didn't have a relationship, but you know what mm. I mean? Like our friendship and stuff was the context of it. Sure. Because, yeah. So basically this band I will have an episode for both of the other guys in the band. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, was, I was picking up on that yeah, slowly, but surely. obviously. Yeah. So I think it was just like, I wonder it was, was I trying to, I think, okay. Part of me like trying to pursue Alex was other people telling me I should. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, it almost, it almost made me a little insecure where it, I think it kind of felt like, Oh, everyone's like, as shocked as I am that this guy is like into me a little bit and they're like, Oh yeah, you got to go mm-hmm. for it. You got to do it, whatever. Um, and then I was just like kind of forcing myself to be into him as a person when I was like, so into someone else as a person. Mm-hmm. But I think it also like that. So I don't think that you shouldn't 
give people chances, but I think it instilled like a slightly unhealthy thing where it's like, it could be good. I got to give it a chance where I, A, wasted a lot of time on people. Yeah. And B, had some experiences of like, oh, I didn't think I was attracted to you. Mm -hmm. I'm now making out with you. I still don't feel attracted to you. Sure. This is now bad and I do want it to stop, but Mm -hmm. I'm here and here we go. Like, this is what's happening now. Yeah. Which is not, you know, there are things where, you know, people will tell me I wasn't, I, I, I didn't think I was very attracted to him. Um, but then we like made out and it was great. And I'm like, okay, that, yeah, yeah I, I don't discredit that. I th- I'm sure that that does happen. But with Alex, it was like the inverse of that. But I think that it just, it put that, that the idea of like giving that chance when I know in my gut that it's not right. Sure. It put it into my body, you know, uh-huh. and then it just like functioned. That's like how I functioned a lot of the time yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Where like, I mean, let's see, let's see some of these messages. Oh boy. Okay, so this is this. Why am I telling him this? <laughs> I'm like, we're talking. I'm like, so uh, I had a mental breakdown earlier. LOL. Strong start. Strong yeah. start. Um, like, oh, how come? I'm like, cause I'm like mad stressed. Cause if I don't get my grades up, I can't go to my concerts, and then I'll cry. LOL, a lot. And plus. I don't know. I thought I was smarter than this. I don't know. I just can't focus on school because I was going to a lot of concerts. And I'm like, oh, and my mom is making me go to a therapist now. LOL. So that's hmm. more time cut from studying. <laughs> my okay. issue was that I couldn't study because I had to go to therapy. <laughs> I had to go to therapy and then boom, straight to a concert. And he, he said, oh, I can't say these names. Like, oh, boy. Boy and boy both went to therapy. Do you think you need to go? I'm like, probably. LOL. Don't think it'll help, though. I've been there before. Not much difference. It's like, hmm, why do you think you need one? Because I have, like, problems. LOL. Like, what kinds of problems? It's cool if you don't feel like telling me, which I feel like is him probably being like, I don't need to know about this. <laughs> I don't want to know. You're like, we got in deep real quick. <laughs> got, yeah. I just want to talk about my base. Exactly. Like, um, and, and I'm just like, I'm just, just depressed and shit sometimes, you know. I have this problem where I can't place value on things slash people since they always end up leaving anyways. Whoa. I'm, yeah. I'm not confident. I'm lonely. Blah, blah, blah. I literally say that. I analyze too much. I'm negative. I'm cynical. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like trying to yeah. be like, Haha, it's funny. Um, heavy thing. Lighten it up with a blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's diminish it with a blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. But heavy thing. Um, and I can't find myself appealing and shit. And I disconnect from reality too much. He's like, well, I know how you feel about the confidence thing. <laughs> But I don't know. Everyone has their own problem. <laughs> Therapy doesn't help everyone, though. <laughs> like, what what just, a profound thinker Alex was. No, but this, wait for it. Oh, I'm like, there's more? I'm like, yeah, it probably won't, LOL. Just doing it because of my mom and shit. He goes, music helps, though. <laughs> music heals, Rebecca. It works for me, except the confidence stuff, because I think I suck, LOL. But, I mean, it does help. Wow. Music would have cured me. Music would have cured you. Yeah. But I also like him uh, trying to like, you know, show the dents in his armor. Mm -hmm. Being like, it it seems like I've got it all. I play bass. (laughs) I look good. But I don't believe it. But I don't believe it. You know, he's he's trying to uh, reach across the aisle and be like, but you know. And you know what he says to me, which so nice. He goes, if it makes you feel any better. 
I think there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> hmm. I was like, he was nice, but I was, I was just, you know, I, I think when I, like those were my attempts of being like, oh, maybe he's like a little bit more deep than I like gave him credit for. Like, let's, sure. let's find out. Yeah. Which is, and he didn't have to be, you know, like if anything, the, the relationships with those fucking like deep ass, like smart dudes like are end up being like heavy as mm -hmm. shit, you know, like a part of me right now. I'm like, I'm like, I would love a, a nice dummy like Steve Harrington. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what a nice dummy, you know? Sometimes it's Fuck like, these intellectuals. They suck. They're assholes. Yeah. You want a guy where it's like, oh, I need to like remind him to look both ways before crossing the street because yeah, he might just amble bit. into traffic. Like you want someone who's just like a pure good-hearted imbecile. Yeah. But then the other side of it is like, no, I want someone who's like a total asshole to me, but so interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm like, how can I not know you? You're so interesting. You make me feel like shit yeah. all the time. But fuck, I love how much you hate me. You're just a Rubik's Cube of emotional manipulation. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh, I solved the red, but now he's not texting me back. Yep. Every but time you look at me, you're looking down your nose and mm -hmm. like, I'm all for it and i love feeling like dirt yeah it's, just, <laughs> like, just, it's one or the other you <laughs> can just be one of those fucking bury me in the backyard like the sod i am yeah like, I just, <laughs> uh, yeah and i mean this definitely i mean i i want to talk to you about how I, I i can guess some but the further implications of this ro relationship you sure. know sure like for me, I, I do think I, and it's not just his fault, but it's like one of the first in a line, you know, mm -hmm. of people that I think start, you know, we start with this make out, we start with this sure. like hookup because we're all at a concert and we're having a good time and this is the way it happens. And then, and, and like right now, this guy I kind of have a crush on, not kind of, I do have a crush on mm -hmm. him. One of the Own many. It. Own that crush. One of the many guys I have a crush on, um, I'm finding it very hard to flirt with him because mm -hmm. I realize I'm like, I have no idea what you're like, like sexually, like as a sexual sure. person, you're almost, you almost have like an asexual vibe about you. Um, is it Morrissey? It is Morrissey. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted he to be canceled clear. on me again. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> God. But yeah. And I think that's really fucking me up because I'm like, I don't know how to flirt with you. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I'm, and it's not to say that I'm like this fucking temptress. Like I'm still a sure. fucking spaz, but I, I've managed it before. Whereas now I'm like, I think I relied on that a lot. I, I relied on just the idea of like one night we'll all be out, we'll all be drinking. And one thing will lead to another and we'll probably make out. Sure. And that's not how that always happens. And now I'm yeah. like, oh, how do I start anything with anyone? See, that's the thing is I've always been on the opposite side. Yeah. Where it's like long like build to like me giving some sort of preamble about like wanting to kiss them. That's generally but my that's, MO. Uh, um, but now, but the, the thing is, is like at least you really like that person. Sure. Because it's like how many times have I made out with someone with like that it's someone that I really like yeah you know because at one point i was like i'm realizing i could be anyone to like all of these people and not that that's a bad thing sure. not that you know like i chose this but i would like it to be like no i'm so happy that i'm making out with rebecca yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. know instead of i'm, I'm so happy i'm making out yeah you know? no i i think at the time when i was uh you know w going through my thing with my rebecca uh, <laughs> 
I would have killed just to make out with someone and be like, okay, thank God. Like, that's that's what that is. By the way, we've just basically been quoting Dashboard Confessional. But as for me, I wish that I was anywhere with anyone making out. I mean, that's all I Yeah, <laughs> sorry, go you on. Know? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like for me, like growing up, I was not used to like uh, people being attracted to me. I didn't mm-hmm. see myself that way. But I think... The, the Rebecca situation set up this like trend for a long time of like getting really intensely involved in something that was like kind of above my head mm-hmm. and just being like, I'm going to follow it until it ends uh, <laughs> instead yeah. of like knowing like this is bad for me. I should like stand up for myself Checking or in, yeah. it was much more like, well, there's no guarantee anyone else will ever care. So you might as well just fucking ride this train, dog. Oh. It was, it was, it sounds yeah. sad. I get it. But, but like, no, I, I, that's how I approached the world for a long time. And I would date someone for like way, way, <laughs> way too long for like a year or two. And it would be bad for half of it. Yeah. And then at the end of it, I'd be like, I'm going to be single for three years. You know, I just kind of flip between those two modes for a lot of my life. I get that though. I mean, it's a it's a weird thing because when when will the next thing come and yeah I think I went through a lot of my life and still do where I'll go through a period of like oh I'm hanging out I'm having fun I'm hooking up and then I go no I want to date someone yeah I'm gonna stop hooking up and for some reason in my brain I'm like I stopped hooking up so therefore. <laughs> Give it a couple of months, I will be dating someone. Yeah, it's just and gonna happen. No, that's not Mm-mm. like because nothing in my life changed except for the fact that I stopped hooking up yeah, with people. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 it's just so funny the way our brain like sets up our expectations without necessarily either our expectations or our lack of expectations. You yeah, know? yeah, and and that's the thing is like I think in my brain for a long time it was like oh if you have a crush on someone they want uh, you to get them pregnant. It was like a very like <laughs> it automatically goes to this really big thing. It was like a, automatically very intense and serious, and I didn't realize that like it didn't have to be that way. It can be fun and just like flirty and chill. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that was an option for a very long time. Yeah. Um, Do you think that you're, but you as a person. It's just your instinct to feel very intensely or probably, but I think I'm in a better place now of being able to be like, all right, like this is unreasonable. And like, you know, at certain times people in your life and at certain times people aren't and those things are okay. No, it's not. (laughs) David, it's not okay. I have to hold on to everything forever. Uh, No, that's a healthy way to live. I mean, maybe things, the idea of things being transient is such like a frustrating thing to I think first come to terms with because it's like why I put so much work into this well that's the thing too is like you invest yourself you invest in this other person and then like when you lose that it feels like very damaging yeah uh so it's like to me you know I've had to learn how to like manage those expectations of like these are why you know like I idealizing like the idea of a person more than a person Mm -hmm. or like all that type of like you know yeah, I definitely Pseudo. was into the idea of dating Alex. And, <laughs> and when it when push came to shove, I couldn't do it. But I mean, I guess at the same like though it definitely instilled bad shit in me. At least I at least I didn't actually do it, you know? Yeah. I I was never I was not willing to compromise sure. enough um to do that. And who knows? Cuz of course now I can be like, yeah, I'm proud of myself. I knew who I was. But at the same time, 
maybe, maybe it would have been a harmless thing and I would have had like a, you know, a little boyfriend for a minute that could have been fun and not like life changing, but nice and comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe I could have compromised a little bit, but I didn't. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck that shit. I was a punk ass bitch and I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to change. You loved to punch and you weren't changing for nobody. Not not. Dave, not Buster, (laughs) not Alex. None of those guys. No, none of those fools. Ugh. well, this, do you have any like closing thoughts on Rebecca? Not me. I mean, I, I guess I would say that, like, I'm glad it happened. It's a funny story now it's in a, hindsight. Yeah. At the time, was, like, really intense. Yeah. And, you know, as everything feels when you're that age, and, and especially, like, for the first time, you're kind of, like, doing something like this. Uh, I hope that uh, she has not told any other individuals <laughs> that they wish or yeah. she wishes they got her pregnant and her and her husband are doing great and yeah. the kids are doing great. Yeah. So I love that. I'm ready to talk about music. You All have right. so many good picks. Oh, I should, I should intro this segment. Is sure. this a segment? This is like segment my closing segment. Um, so we're talking about songs that feel like teen angst to us, that when we listen to it, 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 it automatically brings us back or there's lyrics or just the way it sounds. That's what we're talking about. And I have had some people ask me if, there's a Spotify playlist. You guys are one step ahead of me. <laughs> I am making a, a, a playlist. So, huh. yeah, we're going to do one with all of the songs that I've discussed with guests so far. So it's going to be good. Oh, I'm very <laughs> excited to hear that. It's also going to probably very much hit, like, just a strong section yes. of life for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. But the first instinct I had to this question, which was not something I was really listening to that much at that time, mm-hmm. was uh, Going Away to College by Blink-182. <sighs> Cause that was, your holiday. that yeah. was, uh, that was my shit. Like back in it's when so I was like, good. when I was like real, when I was a kid, literally every time I listen to that now, I'm like, I'm depressed. Yeah, no, like yeah. it, it, I don't know why it has not faded on me no, at it, all. It's so good. It has a way of just implanting on your heart. Yeah. And that's why I, I it's just, up, it's, ugh, that's it's why I, I ended up picking what I picked, which is, uh, Basically, any song off Basically. the first Alkaline Trio record, which should shock no one who knows me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alkaline Trio, Matt Skiba, now in Blink-182. See, synergy, There we man. go. Do you, have you heard of uh, the podcast Blink-155? Yeah, yeah. Do you listen to it? I've tried. I, I, lis- I, I listen to it. I honestly do really like it. And they... Uh, it's an incredible premise, for it's one. It's great. Yeah. I think they're fun. I really like... I, on a recent episode, I think it was, it wasn't Josiah, it was Sam, and he was talking about, uh, they were talking about Matt Skiba, yeah. and he's talking about how he loves Matt Skiba, and how he just has, like, this emotional range in his voice, which I, th- which I yeah. totally agree with, and I think it's exactly why, like, one of the many reasons why they're such an effective, like, teen angsty band. Oh, yeah, because for one, like, whether you can listen to an Alkaline Trio song, or, like, of the Blink-182 record, and his voice sounds basically the same. Yeah. And it's just, like, so upset and longing and just – it's it's fucking it's so angst good. personified. And that was the thing is Alkaline Trio is a hugely important band for me, as mm-hmm. is Blink-182. But, like, that record, I remember just, like, really getting into it. And, like, when me and Ramundo and my stepbrother were starting our band, we were like, we should sound like this. Yes. And we did not. 
uh, do that effectively. <laughs> oh, no. But it was just like, we probably tried to cover like every song on that record. And like. So, uh, can, speaking of songs, I want to go through the yeah. couple that you uh, sent me. So, you sent me Cringe. Uh huh. Let's play it a little bit. Oh, God. Oh, God. There we go. I don't know why. I, this is like terrible audio, but I still do it. Why not? I was going through the lyrics. Um, you you said this. You were the last good thing I uh, ever, I saw. ever saw. Yeah. That's there's the, something about listening to a song where, like, literally that's what he screams. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the chorus that, like, it, uh, it really hits you when you're a 15-year-old kid, like, just being really you sad. You, thought about, you didn't think about her, did you? Probably. Did you think, yeah. I would almost guarantee it. Because, I mean, there are, there are songs that I definitely, like, did relate to specific people. But I'm realizing now, I'm like, I think I just related to the idea. Like, I sure. would listen to this song and just be like, you're the last good thing I ever saw, not thinking of any face. Sure, just, like, sure. Just, just the idea of someone that I love. Oh, I mean, there know? was definitely a lot of that in there. Yeah. Like, there was no question that, like, there was a lot of, like, com- like composite pictures of people in events. Yeah. It's a montage. That. It's all a montage. Yeah. The that other... W- uh, song you sent is nose over tail which i love Mm -hmm. there's so many good lines in that one i mean just the opening line is a is a very me line that's a very that's a very rebecca Mm -hmm. teen line what's your teen line from the song uh i mean that is like a great one Mm -hmm. but I, i feel like in the chorus it's the Find time. Find time to fake a seizure. Feel your mouth on mine. You're saving me. Which is like so ridiculous. No, but it's so like, good. But this song, sorry about that, is a legit beautiful song. And that's the one that's I... my opinion. I agree. Let's play it a little bit. The acoustic ballad closing the record. Ugh. I should... And the lyrics are, I can't even, that's a thing. If people expect me to make fun of all of these lyrics that I'm going to bring up, yeah. I'm not going to. No, I I feel it. Right? Yeah. This I, was this was the one that I like really associated with. With Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I could, ugh. I, I'm like sad thinking about it. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I listened to this song that summer. Like, yeah. especially just like this is so ridiculous but like you know her saying I wish you got me pregnant and then <laughs> a, a song that ends with maybe with me maybe with me maybe with you me, know maybe like you're like hmm you know uh, maybe things could have been different for us both maybe they could have but they weren't they weren't <laughs> I just had this song to listen to ad nauseum since you brought up all of the alkaline trio as I do my my alkaline trio song mm-hmm. is radio. Yeah, obviously. Clearly, yeah. I mean, I was angry. Sure. <laughs> a lot. Sure. It's also a me and my dad song, weirdly enough. Huh. Go not, on. Not like about us, but just like my dad also loves Al- alkaline trio. Okay. And so. loves this song, and it was a thing of like us in the car listening to this song. But um, yeah, I mean, I've got a big fat fucking bone to mm-hmm. pick with you, my darling. Oh, 
It's like a breakup song for a breakup that I never had. Exactly. It's the breakup song that for the breakup I wish I had. Uh huh. You know? Uh-huh. Because I I and I feel this about dashboard songs too, like screaming infidelities. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I wish some. I wish that my hair was everywhere. I wish that yeah. I, you know, I I, I want. I, I want to be like heartbroken enough to write a song like Radio or Screaming Infidelities. Oh, especially like, you know, with the songs like Radio and Screaming Infidelities and like, sorry about that. It's all predicated on this like beautiful thing you shared, this <sighs> beautiful moment that you had and da, 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 and then it's ruined. Yes. And then the righteous anger happens, and it's, you know? And it sounds like the love that you wish you had. You yeah, know? yeah. You know what's a song? I'm really interested in the idea of like, songs that sound like falling in love to me Hmm. and like there's a lot of different ones for some reason recently it's been salisbury hill by peter gabriel okay like i'm gonna play it and you have to just think of this the the context listen to this like when I'm walking down Ashland like going to my bus stop with my good headphones and mm-hmm. I'm just like why do I feel like crying I don't know you, know, like, uh, you just pull it out of me Salisbury Hill it's a weird one um the last song that I have uh is one that I rediscovered recently I was like oh man this song it's called Cir- uh Circle by Eddie Brickle and the New Bohemians you you definitely yeah, know yeah. this song I quit. I give up. Nothing's, Nothing's good, good enough for anybody else. I mean, that's. It uh, seems. And this was me. Because at that point, I was like, I'm giving up on this Alex yeah, situation. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. See, that's the thing is, I love a good song that's like that, where it's like, fuck you, I'm over you. Kinda. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be vindictive, but just like, no, I'm better off. Yeah, I'm and good. this is the lyric. And being alone is the best way to be. There's a part of it that, yeah, yeah, that's chill. But yeah. I'm also like, I am lonely, though. <laughs> yeah. I am lonely. Yeah. And you guys are all off doing that fun stuff that sounds so great. No, I uh, I feel that very hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> being, for, like, on that tip, but also, like, being a straight-edge kid. And then, like, when all my friends were like, we're really into drinking now. It's like, yeah. oh, I just stopped getting invited to things. because. Mm-hmm. Y'all think I'm just going to, like, call the police or something. So it's, yeah, I mean, I think there's part of, like, you know, it sucks going through it. But I think as uh, as lame as it all is, my entire philosophy on life is all that shit, like, kind of, like, builds to something. Yeah. You know? So it's, like, it made me the person I am. I had to go through it. If not, like, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'd oh, yeah. still be, you know, living in Indiana doing fuck all. Maybe if I, I was a happy teen, I wouldn't have a podcast. That's the truth. <laughs> and clearly this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life is just resenting people on a public platform. That's all I do. <laughs> That's my entire fucking job at this point. It's very fun. Yeah. Love it. Speaking of fun, it's been very fun to have you. Thank you for having me. Look at that me. segue. Fucking Killing someone it. give me an award. No. Um, seriously, this was awesome. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Do you have anything to plug or anything? Uh, got a podcast got called a No podcast. Plus Ones. Give it a listen. Talk about music and other nonsense. Uh, I write stuff on the internet. Maybe you'll see it. Good Maybe stuff. Maybe you won't. Recently wrote Maybe. a thing 
on Noisy uh-huh. about The Cure. Yes. Talk One of my sad. favorite bands. Talk about sad bands that I listen to <laughs> a lot. Or bands I listen to a lot because it sounds like falling in love. Yeah. Here is one of those. What's your, your Twitter is D, D- uh, at DB Anthony. Great Twitter. My Twitter is Almond Milk Hotel and the podcast Twitter is Classroom Crush and there's a Facebook and the Twitter has fun pictures and I will be putting out a Spotify playlist for sure that will include these great tracks we've discussed today. These, these hot ditties. <laughs> well, I love it. I love love and I wish I was in it. (laughs) The end of Classroom Crush. It's done.